Guess what, everyone? Guess the fuck what? It's our inaugural pod in Robin's new home. Yay! Thank you. Oh my god, <laughs> Steph- <laughs> Stephanie, I swear to god. Oh, oh. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> Guys, Stephanie. <laughs> The newest computer money could buy. (laughs) And she just dropped it. Because she was clapping. A couple weeks ago, I had my teacher evaluation at the university that I teach at. uh, At one of the schools. Mm -hmm. And the the man comes in, like, hello, I'm so-and-so. And I was like, great. That morning, to make sure I was extra sharp, I got a cup of joe. I brought a coffee with me to work. And I had my computer out because it was a, a speech day. They were given speeches. I had to do some grading, get, take some notes. Mm-hmm. In the middle of one of my students' speeches, I spill the entire <laughs> coffee on top of my laptop. It's like not And I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what I did in the moment because there was a man there evaluating me. It is a miracle I didn't scream the word fuck, first of all. I can't believe It's you a did. miracle. I did say very quietly, like, God, God, <laughs> just like... God. Almost like an inhale, like, yeah. God, God. <laughs> and then what I did slowly was just waterfall mm-hmm. it. Just What I'm doing right now is I did my computer like this, and I just propped it like that. Oof. Like a, like a tent. Did any student react? I was sitting next to one of my students, and she was like, <gasps> freaked out. And yeah. she was like grabbing at the air around it because yeah, she didn't know yeah, what yeah. to do. And I was like, it's okay. Cool. It's so cool. weird when like you can't control mm-hmm. a, re- a shocked reaction, but the person it's happening to is yes. like, it's fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And also is that thing of like, uh, she knows that in that moment, we as teacher and student are equals because it's like, <laughs> what just happened to you yeah. is the same. Like, like, I pour a we, coffee on my computer. In there, you pour a coffee on your computer. We will all in this moment. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. So we were friends in that moment. Maybe you don't put your nose in that socket. Maybe. Okay. I just put She's that used socket cover on last night. That's good. Don't That's good. Don't fucking fuck with it. Oh, don't fuck yeah. with that. <laughs> <laughs> Why does she love the electrical sockets? <laughs> Lord. What is she doing? I don't know. She's just figuring it out. You better not put your face inside those sockets when I'm not here. (laughs) You can't. (laughs) Okay, you're going to have to put something in front of that. God, I thought thought the covers were enough. I don't know. That one's a a danger. Yeah. Danger to her. Oh, my God. She'll be fine. She's uh, she's laying down now. uh, Unreal. Um, So, guys, yeah, I had to get a new computer. um, Um, for like a month it was fine, but then it just stopped charging altogether. Uh, and, um, you know, what I did was I just poured a lot of rice on it and, yeah. you know, I, I, I gave it an extra month to live and that's all I can really ask for after you just dump a cup of coffee on it. For sure. I think um, that's the most yeah. anyone could ask for. Yeah. Now I have one of these little safety guards for, for water. Of oh, do you kind really? On oh, that's top smart. of this. Did it come with it? Oh No. Oh. No, 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 no. And I have a, a case for it. I'm I went all out. It's very beautiful. Let me tell you all, a teacher's living a teacher's wage is barely living, and I definitely can't afford to buy this thing I just Oy. bought. So here I go. And it's now my prize position. I mean uh yeah. The, I mean my computer is still the most expensive thing I have ever owned. Yeah, yeah. I mean by far. Except for a car, I guess. Yeah, but those it's like a t- like small really yeah, installments. Yeah. yeah no, anyway, uh, this is finance talk um, with Robin and Did you Steph. put it on credit? Oh, you know you girl. Okay, put it on good. Credit. Good. I was going to say like don't torture yourself no. by like having $0 in your I will whatever. say though that if if like if my credit account isn't at 0, I I, I lose sleep over it. That's crazy. I got to zero that baby out. I don't think mine has ever been at zero. Except for like three weeks ago, I paid the whole thing off for the first time ever. Yes. Nice. Ooh. Yeah. Well, it's already back up to like a lot. So who cares? It Barely just counts. does take a week. And then you get that endorphin rush and then you spend because like it, you did something like, good. By the time it mm-hmm. like cleared to pay yeah. it off, I had already spent like a bunch more. Of course. Like, yeah. <laughs> What can you do? It's Everybody, you're uh, you're actually not listening to Finance Talk. You're listening to That's, That's the Spirit, Spirit Podcast with me and with you. <laughs> <laughs> I am happy to report, knock on wood, I might be getting ahead of myself, but so far, I don't think this apartment is haunted. 
I don't get that vibe either. I texted my mom earlier, though. Scary. I'll show you this text that you my mom. Um, <laughs> and what she said back. Because I, you know that I'm scared of the dark anyway. Yeah. So I texted see. her. I just got a weird haunted feeling in my apartment. I'm not scared, though. And she just <laughs> texted back. Pray. One word. Pray. Wow. Wow. Pray. Which is the scariest way to tell somebody yeah, that yeah. they're like, going to die. Well, nobody's going to help you. Yeah. So you better ask God. Mm-hmm. I, I have that little um, seashell nightlight in my bathroom. Good. And the other night, I was like, I'm going to sleep with the door open because, mm-hmm. like, I'm excited. It's like your house. Alone. Yeah. And then, like, I kept just staring out the door because I was like, what if I see the, like, reflection of the light on the wall and then I see, like, a shadow rustle past it? And I was yeah. like, <gasps> and I got scared and I closed the bedroom door. <laughs> I used to play that game of when I was by myself leaving the door open. And it's just, like, wrong. It feels bad. It does feel bad. But I'll say this weirdly. Last night, I turned off the nightlight and slept with the door open. And it felt better just because hmm. I couldn't see anything out that's here. That's better. Yeah, that's good. I don't know. Oh, it's so fun to I live by yourself, I, I guess. leave every light on at night. Sure, yeah, if you want that bill to go skyrocketing through the roof. Well, you know, I don't. You're a homeowner now. No, she's not. not Robin didn't buy this apartment. Close. Not even God, close. Not, not even close. Imagine. That'd be great. Anywho, um, what an exciting time. What an exciting time to be alive. We're deep in the midst of Yule. Ooh, crembus. Oh, man, a guys. Week from uh, this day. Yeah, a week from this day. Um, well, actually, a week minus a day. So this will be mm, yeah. the 28th, yeah, which, yeah, yeah. which is a boxing day. What a day. What a special um, day. I think. I may be making that up. Everybody, the new episode, the holiday special of Sabrina came out. Ooh, I gotta watch it still. Oh, man. Okay, I won't spoil it for you, but I will say that it features a lot of our favorite... I'm so excited! Tiny Puss. Oh. From... Oh, stop! Last season. Um, guys, it... I you all that. know we've talked about Sabrina a lot. There's like tone they issues really, with it, yeah. and but those they, are prevalent they hit still. A lot of our favorite they do topics. subject matter wise, mm-hmm. right on, really. Spot. Um, tone wise, style wise, I got some issues. Leaves a with bit it. to be desired. Um, like yeah, but subject matter wise, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Mm-hmm. I really, really am going to be interested in what you think about one character's de- depiction Ooh, in particular. I'm excited. Because I think that they get this one wrong. Oh, shit. You'll, okay. know, exa- okay. you'll, you'll know as soon as you All see right. it. Maybe I'll watch it tonight after you leave. Oh, you should. I um, Yeah, but do watch it, all y'all. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's good. Also, Patrick and I, uh, I obviously have seen The Nun, but Patrick yeah. watched The Nun Ooh, how do you, with me. How do you feel about it? He was like, it's fine. <laughs> like, you that know, hot French guy, fine. though. Not hot to me. On what second what second viewing, think? even more annoying and unnecessary. What? All of his lines suck. What did Patrick think? He I'm, didn't. He wasn't. He didn't care for him. The character and into the person. No, the, I still don't think hotness. he's even that hot. Also, I hate that his name is Frenchie. Well, yeah, of course. Um, kind of tangent, tangentially related is that Patrick met Ariana Grande last. Oh week. my God, listener, Patrick, my brother. Was walking through Madison Square Park in the city I, I fucking live in. Cannot believe this. And just strolled across the path of who but what? Ariana. Ariana Grande. Grande. He said that he thought it was her from the distance because of her coat, because she was wearing mm-hmm. like a Fendi puff jacket. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "What is it? A thing that she just wears Fendi stuff? I guess maybe it is. I think it's definitely a thing that she wears like big. I actually know it's a thing that she wears big, oversized like." Obviously, sweatshirts, but mm-hmm. jackets too, because uh, there's a term for it, and it's called lamp shading. Yeah, oh yeah, the thing like, we can't do it yeah, because we can't do it. yeah, we we, <laughs> we, we, we can't pull off the, the look. Yeah, um, and she probably is wearing those like thigh high eyes. boots, which Robin has an amazing theory that it's actually because she just has like there's insane scars all over her legs. Like the tree like, man. Yes. So, um, what do you think? What do you think? Is it true? Do you have photos? Does anybody have photos? Does, if anybody has ever seen one of her knees. God, send us a yeah, phone. Yeah, send us a, a proof. Anyway, I can't believe Patrick met her. Yeah, he he said, oh my God, I love your jacket. And she just said, thank you. And then he but said. Like, thank you. No, thank her voice is not like, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then he said, I'm sorry, but are you Ariana Grande or just a really convincing lookalike? God. And she allegedly said, oh my God, I love that you just asked me that. 
she called him love, like in a, oh, oh love, like it casually in, in conversation. My favorite thing about this my mind when you is that this. he made um, his friend that he was with give her his business card in case she ever wants photos taken. Because he's a photographer. If she ever will I was like, need she gets photographed by like, what the fuck? Yeah, like, what uh, although I gotta respect that. I respect it. I mean, it had to have been a little bit desperate in, in yeah, the moment. Of course, she took the business ever. card. I don't know. And they got a beautiful photo together that is they tiled did. as the back of my work computer <laughs> right now. Yeah, I'm I proud of him. looking at it. I wondered why we don't run into more celebrities because we don't go outside Who's our house. Who's the most famous person you've ever run into in New York? Well, I... I sometimes find random people because I go to like some like opening parties for right. shows that my friends work on. Okay, so but randomly but random, run into random, random. Oh, that's really hard. I think mine is Steve Martin. That was when Fun. I was in college. Yeah. Oh, Michael Myers. I ran into at the Mike Myers. Yeah. Did I say Michael Myers? <laughs> oh yeah, the murderer. <laughs> Yeah. Like, he oh follows me around. He makes a sound. I in like antique garage. Uh, I, he was in, in the back of me in line, mm-hmm. and he kept on talking a British accent, and everyone around was like, we know that you're not, dude. What is going on? And it was very fucked up. That, it, that's incredible. I was on a subway with Parker Posey once. <gasps> that was fun. Oh, yeah. I saw her at the dog show once. Yeah. I mean, she's, she's a, a treasure. She's a real woman. And I really love her new book. Oh, yeah. If anybody yeah, wants to read, read it, it, you should do it. Yeah. It's called uh, You're on a Plane. On an Airplane? Oh, You're okay. on an Airplane. Something like that. Okay. I guess the premise is that you're sitting next to Parker Posey on a oh. Well, well, well. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, they're um, few and far between. I met Jeff Goldblum at a party once. I mean, uh, parties are a whole different thing. Yeah, I've a met a bunch thing. of people at parties, but like celebrities that you would feel comfortable being like, oh my God, you're blah, 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 because you bump into them on the street. No, like, but yeah. I would I've say never only done Steve that. Martin is the only one that's ever happened to me. That's a really good one. But it was like, I was, I was like walking to class past, um, what's the theater that's on like 71st, the movie theater that they do like premieres at up there? I don't know. I don't know. Some fucking theater. This was in like 2006 and, uh... Like a photographer or security person, like yelled at me and was like, "Get the fuck out of the way!" And I was like, "What?" And then I turned around <laughs> and Steve Martin was there, like on a red carpet. And he was like, "Yeah, look out! Like I'm coming through!" And like laughed. And I was like, "Oh my god, Steve Martin!" <laughs> you really miss your opportunity. You're opt to say, "Now I'm your watch." You should have screamed, I don't "Now even I'm know your watch!" Shocker would come out then. It had. <laughs> We should have, yeah, you got to go back in time and do that. <laughs> There's no time for me to <laughs> uncover that barrier. I actually, memory. now I forget who that it is, line. but I was on a set by accident once and got screamed at. And as I was trying to run off, I ran into like the main actor and I forget who it was. <laughs> I totally was it forget that who show it was. about magic that <laughs> Oh my God. No, I, God, I wish I remember, but no, I don't. Was it like a SVU? No idea. Blue no Blux. idea. What what year was this? Two thousand fifteen. Oh, okay. Well, so it could have been blue bloods. <laughs> could have been blues. Could have been blues bloods and blue. Um, oh, I don't even know. Who the fuck knows? Yeah, write to us about your favorite celebrity encounter. Oh yeah, please We'd do love it. To hear about it. Please do. Um, do you have a goals for me? I do. Oh my god. I do. I'm so excited. I am doing. Because in as you know, to celebrate you moving to the neighborhood, uh-huh. I'm doing a house that you have pointed out many times on our walk. Really? Yes. <gasps> I. Oh my am god! Wait, can I see a photo of it? This house. Oh my god! <laughs> I love that house. This is the one on we the park. We walked past it, yeah, on Halloween. Yeah, and we're always like, "What the fuck is with this house? Yeah, why the don't they have crazy it? parties there?" Yes, it is called. Litchfield Villa, or oh. Castle, as it's also referred oh to now. Oh, my God. Or also Grace Hill, which is like, come on. That's just a name. Um, it's It was built in, like, Italian mansion style in 1854. Wow. Through the 57, because it took that long to build. Wow. Um, it was a large private estate. Oh, my fuck. Guys, yes, this, it was a ha- personal home. enormous. It's, like, over 30 rooms large. Wow. 
Um, and the top of the tower right here. Yeah. There's, I couldn't find like proof of this, but there's some people that say that it was built in the style of the tower that Mary Queen of Scots was kept in before her Ooh, murder. Ooh, I love which that. I want you to remember okay. because it'll make what comes okay. next even scarier. Oh my god, oh my god. So this gigantic house, you cannot miss it if you're walking along the park. It's right on po- Prospect Park West at yeah. 5th Street. You can see it from the sidewalk. Yeah. Um, it was designed by Alexander Jackson Davis, America's leading architect of the fashionable Italian style for mm. railroad and real estate developer Beautiful. Edward Clark Litchfield. What a man. What a man. Eddie Clarkie. Um, it's considered to be Alexander Davis's greatest Italian villa. Uh, right now, it houses the New York City Department of Parks and Recreation, mm-hmm. which is like envision a parks and rec building. Dude. Like, think about Comstock in like the town that we grew up, and, and then think like, about this. Oh, we're actually relocating. Yeah, to it's a, a literal an, an Italian at village like castle. Um, it's on the National Register of Historic Places, as it should be. Yeah, it's the also was recently renovated in two thousand eight. Gorgeous! It is fucking gorgeous. It's also possessed by demons. <laughs> It's gonna be fun. Tell me everything. Mm-hmm. It can be said with certainty that trouble began within a decade after the Italian mansion was built. Whoa, okay. Yes. Uh, so, yes. Now, it is no longer a personal, like I said, it, it was a personal home. Mm-hmm. Now it's not. It's part of the park. Okay. Um, it is notoriously possessed by demons. Oh, my God. Okay. And the reason is... Seances. What? Yeah. Run by whom? Um, I will tell you all about it. Okay. So that tower and the top floors are said to be occupied by diabolical familiars. <gasps> so what? the shape that these demons everywhere that I was looking into this, it, they're described as gargoyles. <gasps> like no, gargoyle looking. I know me too. Wow. With like crazy red eyes, like the like the dog from like a classical. Oh yeah, like a Zool. Uh, yes, like Zool. Um, yes, they peer out the windows. So if you like look enough, you can see them peering out the windows. Their eyes glowing green and red, <gasps> and their tongues a luminescent red. No, I just wonder if we like saw out their them on Halloween but didn't or if they saw us. We're Definitely not. on Halloween because sure. it also says that when like spooky things are happening by the house, oh, they're more yeah. active. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's believed that the demonic possession occurred in the course of uh, seances that went wrong in 1864. So we've gone over the advent of spiritualism on mm-hmm. this podcast a lot. It yeah. was kind of really gripping America in the night the 1840s and through to, like, the 1900s, mm-hmm. right after, like, the Civil War time because a lot of people died, obviously, mm-hmm. in the Civil War, and um, people were desperate to be able to, like, talk to them. Yeah. And spiritualism was kind of uh, having its heyday in Europe and kind of just came on over. Yeah. So because everybody's, like, son had just died at, like, 17 years old yeah, yeah. in war, they wanted to talk to them again. So sad. Legend tells... Of a Mrs. Margaret Margaret Cahill or Cahill Cahill gotta be, who was really distraught over the death of her son on the battlefields of the Civil War, and she would just she just wouldn't accept that she would never see him again. Mm. She became an enthusiastic follower of spiritualism, and uh, truly believed that she could communicate with the souls of the dead if only she could have a séance. Whoa. She desperately wanted to reach out to her son. She wanted um, basically just confirmation that he wasn't suffering in the afterlife Mm -hmm. and that he had forgiven the world for having been killed as a baby, like as a teenager. So sad. I know. Um, There's just like an aside in the article that I looked up that it's well known that like the Lincolns, Mary Todd and Abe, Mm -hmm held many seances in the White House. Really? Yes, because I think that they had a son that died in war as well. Oh. Or like, that just maybe died, maybe not in war. Damn. She did have a son that died, but I don't know. Sorry, they. Both both Mary sure, and Abe. Sure, sure. Um, he didn't go to all of them, but he definitely came to some. 
And it's, like I said, really common, especially for women of that time to have wanted to like talk to their husbands and fathers and sons again. Um, you know, cause back then not a lot of women went to war. Yeah. That's um, safe to say. Yeah. Um, mystics, clairvoyance. They were called to the scene. This Margaret Cahill was a friend of Edward, Edwin Clark Litchfield. All right. He had just built this insane house a couple years ago. She asked his permission to arrange for the seance and host it at his home. Ooh, yes, because okay. you obviously, you need like a couple more people yeah, for a proper yeah. seance. Also probably because a clairvoyant would want to like drum up business by showing off in front of other people. That makes sense. Um, this session to contact her son's soul allegedly proved successful. Whoa. How? So they have diaries of hers, which I couldn't find online. But they have some diaries of hers where she's like, we did it. We fucking did it, everyone. <laughs> we fucking did it. Um, or, like, if it wasn't successful, it was at least entertaining enough that mm-hmm. they decided to keep doing them. Wow. Uh, so because of that, they, like, basically had a fucking seance club Ugh, that met a, a lot. It was fun, right? In the course of conducting one seance down the line, though, something went horribly wrong. Okay, okay, here we go. So there's a couple different conflicting ideas about what actually caused this to happen. Some people say that her son was in hell and the communicating with him let demons through. Shit. Some say that the seance itself was conducted improperly. Ooh, okay. So like a vortex was open that allowed for demonic possession of Villa, Villa Litchfield. That to me makes more sense than someone just being in hell <laughs> and like that's what did yeah, it. Yeah, I don't know if that's how it goes. Um, probably like, you know, you didn't do the incantation correct or something. Yeah. Um, and then a few claim that one of the participants was already possessed. <gasps> Ooh. Which to me Ooh, is like scary. the most spine tingling reason. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, so yeah, they were, somebody came in the space already possessed by a demon. That's scary. Uh, and that the seance released the demonic presence from her. It says her. All right. I don't know because there was about six people there. Okay. I think two were women and four were men. Okay. It's got to be just the other woman whose name I'll find here, but I don't know why they thought it was her in particular. Yeah, I wonder. It was scandalous. <laughs> two authorities on seances, <laughs> couldn't confirm I mean. whom, claim that spiritualism of this kind can, can release demonic possessions into the world. We know this to be true. Yeah. We don't fuck with the Ouija board. No. We don't, we don't, like, don't you know, invite. Door. No, no, no. Um, there's also, like, a bunch of shit in, you know, the Bible uh-huh. uh, that there's, like, a whole gospel part. Let me try to find it. I think it's Luke, but I can't tell. A story of, like, Jesus freeing a woman of demonic possession. Oh, so, God. like, for all of the people who are like, it's not a thing. People have believed that demons were real for thousands of years. Yeah. So, take that as you will. Mm-hmm. So, Mrs. Cahill was so taken aback by what happened during this one seance that it gained, like, she kept on talking about it to people and it gained, like, a following. Just this, like, one thing. The Whoa. whole town knew about it. Okay. Like, nearby residents all knew about this, like, insane night. During the seance, the table started violently vibrating. <gasps> the lights flickered on and off. There was a low rumbling. And they described the air whirling around in inexplicable circles <gasps> around them. What? The shaking intensified to the point that porcelain plates fell to the floor that were like up in a like on the wall or in a cabinet. What? And framed pictures crashed to the ground. Oh my god! Yeah, one of the participants, Mrs. Margaret um, Roseter, mm-hmm. collapsed in terror. So she's just on the floor, collapsed. <laughs> Two others present fled the scene, ran out of the house. Running from the mansion, screaming in horror. One was almost trampled by a fucking horse-drawn carriage as they just ran out of the house. It is said that the room went completely dark. 
and that demons appeared <gasps> in the shape of gargoyles. Are you fucking kidding me? Instantaneously vanishing through the ceiling and into the upper floors. Oh my god, this is in that fucking house that's right there? Yes. Oh my god, dude. Then then as suddenly as it began, it ended. The lights the came back fuck? on. It was fine. What the fuck? The demons were just like, what's up? We live like, upstairs so now. you know, we're here. Yep. Permanent residents of the fourth and fifth oh, story. Oh my god. So the shaking stop. Oh, there was also a scent of sulfur. That went oh, away. Classic, yeah. Obviously. It was as if nothing had occurred, if not but for the broken plates, plates and, uh, and pictures. Wow. Okay. The lady that passed out was revived. The episode was <laughs> dismissed as a brief fainting spell. Doesn't and everyone went on their way, and they were like, I guess close over. What about the over. people that fled? I think they were just contacted and were like, that was weird, huh? Anyway, so. See you next week. Um, let's see. Okay, yeah. So they obviously stopped the seance. Yeah. Mrs. Cahill noted in her... Um, notes in her, um, I'm sorry, diary that oft times quote the grotesque, the grotesque coexist in disharmony with the divine. Whoa! That's so it's like cool that a, is a sweet a quote. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Those present claimed that no further contact of any spiritual kind was detest was detected. Okay. Until the next day. I mean, you gotta give it more than a day. That is when the haunting was first noted. Okay. That is when the demons resembling gargoyles... Oh, those goyles. ...appeared in the windows at the house. Oh, I love that. I know. They just, like, live there now. Of the... Fu- this is, like, perhaps coincidence. hmm hmm Of the five individuals present that evening... One, a Mr. William Woodruff, mm-hmm. vanishes from historical record completely. What? No one knows God? what happened to him. Okay. The other four individuals present at the seance died within a year. Are you kidding? No. What the fuck? Mr. William Brownell, Brownell would die from injury sustained from an accidental fall. Mr. George Vonderlin would die of a nervous attack. Oh. Uh oh! How Both? do you know if you're dying? I have no idea. Like, oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Oh no, oh no it's oh no, happening! Oh no. Wait, no, it's really happening. Okay, here yeah. we go. <laughs> Both Mrs. Cahill and Mrs. Rodesard also died, and the cause of death for each woman is listed as consumption. Yinks! Which you know, classic, I mean. a classic yeah. 1800s way to go. It's claimed that Edwin Clark Litchfield never sensed the presence of the demonic possession. Mm. I think because. He wasn't at the seance, though. Yeah, that's true. He just hosted. Um, but that a good number of other people in the household did. Really? Um, also, my theory... What? Is that he maybe was he demon? was conducting a seance of his own. And he was like, sure, I'll let you Yeah, sure. conduct Come a seance in my house. Want. Perfect. Two birds, one stone. I wanted some demons. You wanted some... Magic stuff, like <laughs> sure, whatever you want. Yeah, we'll do you it. Know, I'll just be in the other room, not doing mm-hmm. my own thing. He was happy to dispose of the property in 1868. I don't know if that's true. I found conflicting research that they did not want to sell yeah. the uh, private estate, but I don't know. Um, yes, it is said that the building remains possessed by demons in the guise of gargoyles. Can you? Can we go in it? Yes. We should really do that. Yeah, we should. Wow. And I want to go up to that Mary Queen of Scots Tower oh and God, see if there's any yeah. demons living in it. Um, it is said that spiritualists are drawn to the area. <gasps> Obviously, we live here. I mean, of course. And that residents in the buildings along Prospect Park West between 3rd and 6th Streets include a good number of women who hold se- seances to this day. Stop, dude. We have to find them. Yes. It is said that <gasps> when a seance is held, the demons become more active and agitated. Oh. Their gar- gargoyle God. forms are seen casting shadows from the windows. Are you kidding me? Yes. We live right next to all these witchy yes. women? I have one more to share with you because I cannot fucking believe this is real. Okay. I'm so excited. So, this whole thing is incredible. Uh, the ghost of Mrs. Maxwell's House of English Vices. Do you know what an English vice is? No. An English vice is basically like corporal punishment. 
Like oh, a spanking. Okay. okay, okay. So, the current habitants, inhabitants of uh, this particular brownstone mm-hmm. don't want it known because of how fucking crazy this is. Okay. But we know that it's on Prospect, near Prospect Park on 2nd Street okay. between 8th Avenue and Prospect Park West. So it could be... Okay, okay, yeah. So uh, there is no 9th. It's just 8th and then yeah, Prospect yeah. Park West. So it's... We know exactly where it is. Yeah. <laughs> There's like two one One tiny block. This is a fucking nuts haunting, dude. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Okay, It is a sensory experience. It is a spiritual thrill. Okay. And it's also one of the more fucked up things that I've ever heard of. Oh my god, stop! I'm so excited. Uh, I don't even know really where to start. Basically, Mrs. Maxwell is a name of a woman who satisfied the Victorian and Edwardian demand for discretion when indulging in the English vice. Okay. So she was like a dominatrix? Basically, yeah. Yeah. And she lived on this block. And she just went by Mrs. Maxwell. (laughs) Amazing. Yeah. Uh, There is, uh, like, this article says, like, a hundred things about how often people wanted to be spanked in that time period. Um... Let's see. One man wrote to Mrs. Maxwell in 1905, There is a deep, arousing sensation that wells up inside my entire body when you firmly tell me you are going to spank me. (laughs) Can you imagine putting this in writing? Like, it is as much sexual in origin as it is emotional, I'm afraid. Oh, no. (laughs) Yes, my mistress. Uh -uh. The sexual aspect of the encounter has as much to do with being... Naked before you. Oh, come on. Lying prostrate over your knee. Prostrate. It says prostate. It says it. Definitely. It says it, and I'm not going to change it because this is his words. Is his your words. Your knee is fully inside my I butthole. know what it would have been, but this is what he wrote in the letter. The scent of your perfumed dress filled my head as I await the pleasurable pain you are about to deliver. I confess it is thrilling to know you are admiring my bare bottom. And I am vulnerable before you as as it is about the anticipation of the spanking itself. Wow. There is also the knowledge that that your firm hands will touch my bare ass. That the back of your brush will smack my buttocks. (laughs) As you hold me firmly down. And you know what? It takes some magic out of it. I feel when you, like, describe it this intensely. Yeah. In a way. Also, like, I am picturing this man wearing socks pulled up past his ankles. Mm-hmm. And it makes oh, it yeah. pretty funny. The, he still has his tie on. Yeah, yeah there's yeah, a lot. Yeah, with the mustache. Oh, yeah. Um, There's a lot of other examples of, like, high-status people an actor and brother-in-law of JFK that would visit her. Oh, wow. Um, Some B-movie actresses, Andy Warhol. Weird. Um, Which I don't know if that lines up. Maybe he just, like, liked spankings and wasn't actually (laughs) (laughs) visiting Mrs. Maxwell. Um, So here's what she wrote to one supplicant. Okay. Sorry that I'm sharing so much about spankings, but it's important because of the haunting. Okay. She wrote, It cannot be denied that these desires are simply the stating and restating in an adult arena of the emotionally vulnerable condition of childhood. <laughs> it is a perfectly acceptable vanity, my dear. Mm-mm. It is the reality that, at times, under certain circumstances, the emotional condition of childhood is accepting conditional pain as the price for unconditional love. What? This is bad. I don't feel like pain and love in that way. I, I think a lot of people probably do. But yeah. Mm. I feel like this is just another reason why you shouldn't hit your kids. I shall be <laughs> delighted to indulge your wish to be loved through the pain of the English vice. Mm. And in the process, I have no doubt you shall enjoy vigorous orgasms no. that approximate <laughs> spiritual ecstasy. I like that she's like, I guarantee. Like, <laughs> and you're in a business, back. Yeah. 
Present yourself with this letter at my House of English Vices on the 30th of June and expect to remain here until the 2nd of July. She would basically invite people for, like, weeks or, like, weekends or, like, festivals at her home. Okay. Um, These are the kind of notes and letters and journal entries that they found in the attic of the residence. I would just be, like, already haunting aside. I'd be like, I think I might move. (laughs) At least sage the place. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Um, There's also an invitation that was sent to 35 individuals for a fete she hosted in 1910. Nice. The engraved invitation reads, Mrs. Maxwell's House of English Vices, a dispirited and distasteful diversion for Christmas. I I, got to just chime in and say, I don't think Andy Warhol was at this. Yeah, no. Okay. I don't know why he's listed here. I literally think it was like, did you know Andy Warhol liked to be spanked as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In this article. Um, Yes. Also a fun aside... Decades later, Edward Gorey found this invitation in a book that he stole from the Strand. And then he wrote his book, The Haunted Tea Coziest, Dispirited and Distasteful Diversion for Christmas. Nice. Because of it. Um, With this background, we can now proceed to the nature of the haunting. Oh my god, okay. For decades, some individuals have reported that when lingering in front of the house, numbering between 630 and 630, 40, so it's like 635, 2nd yeah. Avenue. Yeah. Like we know exactly where it is, residents right don't want there. to be known. They have felt a slight burning sensation on, on their, their bombs. On their ropes? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a fucking spank, spanking ghost. Oh. Others note that when returning home, they undress and upon examination see the slight outline of a handprint on their butt. Oh my god, we're walking <laughs> past this address. No, I don't want to because of this next part. Okay, okay, okay. A few women report, usually aged between 24 and 35, so we're primed Okay, for this. great, yeah. Spontaneous orgasm if they stand and linger on the sidewalk for more than a few minutes. I don't want to go to this place. <laughs> I don't want Or we can just each go alone. It's, yeah, <laughs> we can't go with, like, a group. It's been weird. <laughs> Stand there and be like, also, anything? Anything? Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't think that's a thing. Why would they say this? I mean, I guess, like, who would you report it to? Right. Who are you, like, texting your boyfriend, like, babe? <laughs> yeah, you'll never believe what happened. Again, I, the on only this one thing block. that I can think of is like maybe they're getting so like horned up thinking about like Spanking? English men getting spanked that they're just like, this I don't that know. does it for me. It, it was men and women. Mrs. Ma- Maxwell didn't discriminate. She did all sorts. Yeah. There are some, or there are those who see the apparition of a woman also in like the windows of this home, but. There's not a lot of evidence to who it could be. Uh-huh. They don't think it's Mrs. Maxwell. So there's no, mm-hmm. I don't know what that's about. Okay. Neighbors say that those who desire to indulge the English, English vice are drawn to the neighborhood. So people who like to get spanked and who like demons just come to live in Park Slope. Oh, Slow. okay. There yeah. are those well, who claim that visitors to the street are disproportionate disproportionately inclined to indulge in this fetish. Okay. There are some who say that the street is filled with sexual fantasists. Fantasists. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So, like, the whole block is, like, have, like, sex dungeons. Oh. You think so? I mean, I don't, but... I feel like it's a pretty family-centered the neighborhood, neighborhood, but I guess that that's not mutually you exclusive. You would never know. Yeah. Um... There's, all, there's, like, so many more letters to people being, like, I need your touch. Mm. <laughs> it's, like, uh, mm. a lot. Um, like, after you spank me, like, I, I just, like, can't feel anything but freedom. Um, <laughs> oh, there's one push person that wrote, I do not know if you have saved my soul, but you have indeed saved my life by giving me sanity. What? Just from getting spanked. Wow. Yeah. So this is a, a haunting like where just if you walk on that block, you're going to get spanked. You're going to get spanked. Yeah. It sounds to me like we would be safe just just strolling past it. I hope so. I really hope so. <laughs> you know, I don't want to get basically like kind of assaulted by a ghost. No, no, you're right. I don't want that. That's um, true. I don't want to come home and be like, whose handprint is on my butt now? Yeah, like, oh, a woman from 1910. Yeah. How I fun. do like her fun, like, uh, invitations, though. 
I do like her creative spirit. Imagine getting, like, wow, of all the people in the world, 35, you're selected to come to the spanking party. You know what I mean? What do you mean? Like, she only sent out 35 oh, invitations oh, oh, yeah. to her Christmas spectacular spank party. Yeah. Imagine I mean, being one of the special That would be ones. extremely exclusive. Yeah. But maybe she could only find 35 people who were like, I'm so into this. I doubt it, based know, on how many letters were in her. Yeah, that's it. true. You're right. Not everybody can afford <laughs> to go to New York, though, you know? True. Wow. Well, welcome to the neighborhood. Thank you so much. Yeah. I definitely want to go to the demon house. Yeah, I'm sorry I think- that I kind of ruined the vibe with that spanking ghost. No, dude. It's part of the history. Yeah. It's part of the local history. You just get at some of this hall again. Oh, yeah. yeah. My emails. Boom. Um, yeah, get into that hollow. There's more. Oh, more that Well, oh, excuse me. I am also going to be talking about some Brooklyn ghosts to honor the move. Yes. Um, they're not like specific. The move to, from Brooklyn to other to, part of Brooklyn. To also Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just going to talk about a couple little guides. Okay, first up, and I'm so sorry if we've covered any of these before. I, none of Let's them rang a bell, but like, what fucking ever? Does anybody remember? Mm-mm. All right, first up, 455A Second Street. Oh my god! According to neighborhood gossip, this uh, innocent-looking facade on an innocuous blue-collar block between Gowanus and Carroll Gardens hosts a long history of tragedy. Ooh. A former tenant from the late 90s claimed she had extremely harrowing year in 455A, including unexplained fires, a collapsing ceiling, mournful cries of children, Ooh. apparitions, and a general creepy presence. <laughs> Much like the thing you texted to your mom. <laughs> a haunted feeling. Pray. Pray. You better pray. You better pray, bitch. I did text her back. I do have those rosary beads you gave me, which I hope gave her some peace. I hope I gave you some. I mean, I don't know. Uh, another former tenant um, wrote in the comments on the original story uh, mentioned that they found an altar like thing and no joke, a pair of girls' roller skates nope. with caked blood nope. on them. No. Nope. Caked on blood and a small boy's clothes in a hidden storage room under the porch. No. Can you fucking imagine? That's uh, child abductions that when yeah, yeah like that's some victims so right bad. there. Mournful cries of children. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Uh, as of this uh, like posting, Corcoran still had the apartment on the market, and apparently it has a garden and a balcony. Why didn't you move there? Still on a deal. Yeah, you know. Well, you know, I don't really need a balcony. No. I can't go out there anyway. Mournful the children cat. as well. Yeah, yeah, I don't want that. And for all you. the child murder. Mm-hmm. Um, next up, we got one sixty nine Clinton Street. Fun. This apartment once housed legendary horror writer and notorious racist H.P. Lovecraft. Ugh. Allegedly, it inspired the short story The Horror at Red Hook and is located on the corner of State and Clinton Streets in what is now actually considered Brooklyn Heights. I have some friends who are still really obsessed with H.P. Lovecraft, and it's yeah. tough for them, I know, but... I know. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not mm. that. I've never been... Huge yeah, it's like people who still are like uh, Kipling, and I'm like, eh, no. Wait, I don't know if I know about Jungle Kipling. Book Man. Yeah, is he a racist? terrible person? Oh, yeah, really? we'll talk about it later. Yeah, oh, shit. Uh, Lovecraft once described the place as something unwholesome, something furtive, something vast lying subterraneally, which is like. The spelling that he made up, it's not real. Kind of like prostate. Kind of like prostate (laughs) on your knee. Um, (laughs) In obnoxious slumber, that was the soul of 169 Clinton Street at the edge of Red Hook and in my great northwest corner room. I do like the idea of having like a great room in the corner. You Um, kind of have one. Yeah, you know. You kind of do. It's my dream to have like a little turret. Oh, yeah. House. Mm. A, a, a nice roundy. A roundy. A roundy to gaze oh. out of. Mm-hmm. Um, modern day tenants describe the place uh, to, I guess, the New York Post as exhibiting all the cliched signs of a haunting, such as stuff falling, disappearing, unexplained noises, and bad dreams. Mm. Um, they also report that the disturbances could be because the ghost of Mr. Lovecraft, who didn't die there but spent a lot of time there, just uh, is... <laughs> I didn't write this. 
The post reports that the disturbances could be because the ghost of Mr. Lovecraft just doesn't like Jews living in his apartment. Oh. Which, like, if he was as racist as everyone says, like... Fucking rise from his grave ghost. just to be a racist just to again. Be a racist piece of shit. Stay wow. dead forever. Fuck. I'm gonna live in your house so hard. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna like a bunch I'm gonna of put Jewish like stuff up. Seventeen menorahs in the windows. What's the thing I love so much for outside the door? Oh, a mezuzah. I yeah. gotta hang mine up still. You got to. Yeah. Um, next up, we've got old old neighborhood McCarran Pool. There you go. Yeah. According to uh, a New York ghost expert. Is it Allison? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> um, back in the pool's golden age, there were a series oh, yeah. of tragic deaths, including drowning while drunk night swimming and shootings and stabbings. Mm-hmm. Prior to the renovations, witnesses claimed to hear the cries of a little girl and an eerie chill on hot summer nights. Oof. In 2004, Paranormal Investigation of NYC went into the abandoned structure and allegedly captured photos showing orbs. Drastic temperature drops were reported along with electromagnetic field readings that were very active. Wow. Um, all evidence of paranormal activity. I wish that when I used to go to fucking concerts at McCarran Pool, there was a drastic was temperature a, drop. Yeah, it was right? hot as so fuck. Like, oh, cool. I can summer. see, like, Dashboard Confessional without, like, sweating <laughs> all over this man. I went to better concerts than that. I don't know. It at was McCarran like Park. Early in the 2000s. Yeah, it had to, Yeah. There were there were some good I shows. I don't dislike Dashboard Confessional. I, don't, I, I was don't. trying to think of an early two thousands band. No, it was all like Brooke, like TV on the radio, like oh yeah, yeah. stuff like that. All right, all right, all right. Okay, wait. Seltzer break. Hold on. Seltzer break. Mm-hmm. Seltzer break. This is brought to you by Polar and uh, La Croix. La Croix. Mm. Mm-hmm. You'll notice, listeners, that we haven't been drinking as much. During the pod, and that's literally just because we're doing too much of it on every other night of the week. Yeah. You're telling me, yeah. sister. Yeah. Ooh. I will say, I had a little drink at the top top of the show, but... Yeah, that's a Chris and I know the new house. No, it doesn't really... Um, mm-hmm. Not, it's just to warm me up. <laughs> yeah. Okay, next up, also in the old neighborhood, Barcade. Whoa. Legend has it, and I wish I had fucking known this... Legend has it that the popular Williamsburg Arcade Bar sits atop a burial ground that was once <gasps> packed with 30,000 or more corpses. Oh, no! Right? I wish I had fucking... No! A potter's field? I, it was a potter's field. What even were they from? I have no idea. Was it like a battlefield burial ground? It could have been. There were a bunch of those, but like... Fuck. I don't know, dude. I just... I assume it's from just... Old time in New York being like, ah, shit, everybody died again. Like, we gotta just, we gotta put them somewhere. I wonder if it was like, I've been reading a lot about when they just like disinter entire cemeteries yeah. and like put them somewhere else. They just scoop it up. But, but I mean, like worms like, and dirt. I that gotta desert. think that besides the catacombs, they don't just like pour people into the ground. Maybe. But maybe they might. <laughs> maybe they might do. I don't know. <laughs> okay, I I I really do want to look into that one more because I saw yeah. it and I was like, wait, what? But then I didn't get. Have time we to do like, know that um, Washington Square Park oh, is yeah. killer a Potter's Field with like Mage Potter's a hundred like six figures yeah. types deal of ghosts haunted as fucking fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, also where we met the wizard the first time. Yeah. Treat. Hi, wizard. Hi. Um, okay, a place that I was but two days ago, Gowanus Whole Foods. Wow. Oh, my God. Well, ooh, ooh. Tell you me. You know that there's a little, a little, like, house, a little building right in front of it? Oh, no. If you're okay. walking on, it's on, it's, like, between third and second, Oh, wait, right? no, yeah, this is about that. That's been one of my favorite buildings for it's like cute. the entire it's a time cute that I lived building. in Brooklyn. Yeah, it was only recently renovated. It used to be kind of in it shambles. It was for sale for a long time. Yeah, that I was very cutie. afraid when they were building up that Whole Foods that they yeah, would knock it down. I know. I think I saw that place when I went to the old Morbid Anatomy Museum. Yeah, when I worked <sighs> I on Fifth Avenue at Perch. R.I.P. Yeah. Perch. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to just walk there to like hang out because I love it so much. Yeah. You got to tell me it's haunted. Girl, Is that um, why I love it. Unrelated, but we should go to the Bell House. We should like start oh, yeah. going to shows with Bell House. Mm-hmm. Um, Gowanus Whole Foods. The grocery giant was built around the landmarked Coigne Stone Company building. Cool on the corner of Third Avenue and Third Street in Gowanus. Which I that's got to be it. It, it but is. It could be something else. So it's the only stone on the corner. I mean, there's like 
there's not a ton of info. Like, I do want to look into this more. But it basically says people uh, have reported, like, lurking presences over their shoulder, an invasive being watched feeling. And supposedly it's the ghost of cement barons voicing their displeasure at the, like, construction in the neighborhood. I believe that that's true. Yeah. Because when I used to go there before the construction, yeah, I didn't get any kind of feeling like that at all. Yeah. It was fine. Just it really let, leave is. it alone. Like, it's, but it's now it looks great. It's like it nice and white. It used to be like, um, like a browner stone on the outside, and I think mm-hmm. they repainted it, refaced it, or yeah. something. I think they probably did because if it was for sale, like whoever bought it must have been like, we're just gonna. Nothing's in it though. There's still like, also very strangely, there's like the front door, uh-huh. five steps of stairs, and then like a four foot drop to the sidewalk. Oh God. Yeah. I don't know how you get in or out of this house. <laughs> Maybe you can. Maybe that's why it hasn't yeah. sold. Maybe it like <laughs> depended on the house next to it to be livable in. <laughs> Maybe. Um, I wonder if there are Gowanus Canal ghosts. I bet there are. You gotta be. There gotta be. Okay. I mean, it is like the most haunted, the <laughs> haunted polluted it's the, it's water. It's the most haunted by in germs. the country. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Poison. Yeah. Okay. So finally, we've got. I'm just gonna read this whole story that I copied and pasted from a website, and because it's fun. <clears throat> According to Henry Reed Stiles' 1869 History of Brooklyn, the following event transpired one night in the 1820s in a rowdy little tavern on Red Hook Lane. Great. One evening at around 11 p.m., the men at the uh, converted tavern discovered they had run out of brandy. Oh! Oh, A terrible fate! To replenish replenish their supply, somebody needed only to run down Red Hook Lane to the Brooklyn Ferry and retrieve more. Okay. Less than a half-mile walk, of course, but one that passed by an old ruined fort, Cobbles Hill Fort, uh, approximately near the intersection of today's Court and Pacific Streets. Sitting near to the fort was a ghost-haunted spot. That's all (laughs) it says. Ghost-haunted A frightening, decrepit place well-known to locals about which dreadful stories are whispered, which lent wings to the feet of such unwary village urchins as chance to pass it after dark. What a sentence. Wow. A spooky little ghost-haunted spot for urchins. It would (laughs) draw them out. Um, (laughs) Nobody wanted to admit they were frightened to venture out alone, and yet despite their incredible thirst... For brandy. <laughs> Nobody volunteered for the test. <laughs> Imagine being like being drunk like, and needing more brandy. Need brandy, but I'd be damned ah. if I'll saunter past that ghost. ghost will not kill me tonight. Not tonight. Not tonight, ghost. I'm a nurture no more. I don't love brandy so much to no, die for no, it. No, 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 not this. I'm not very this surprised day. nary a one of them would go. I know. Wow. Shaking in their boots. Finally, a man named Borum. Oh, as okay. Hill. Got uh, it. Thirsty and bold. <laughs> My Put it man. on my fucking uh, bumble profile. <laughs> Declared that he would head to the ferry and retrieve the brand. Thirsty and bold. Thirsty and bold. Two hours later, when Borum still oh, had no. not returned, his friends ventured forth into the night, all a tremble with terror and trepidation. Whoa. Mounting not in hot haste. Okay, whatever. Uh, they turned their horses' heads toward the village, and on approaching the haunted ground, they were on horses. I guess so. It's like Why you could just be scared of a come on galope right past. Yeah, they found Borum's horse standing against the fence, Ooh. not far from the house. And when they reached the spot itself, their companion was discovered lying senseless on the road, with features horribly distorted. Uh, okay. A wasted Brandyman fell off his horse is what I'm going to say. I mean, features horribly distorted. That could be anything. That could be. It could have been a stroke. Well, Borum died a few days later, still speechless, so he didn't talk at all. Oh, and to this stroke. day, nobody, it probably, yeah. nobody knows how he perished because they didn't have medicine. Sure. Uh, did he see the ghost and die of fright? <laughs> or maybe could have been. Could have been. Or did he come across something even more sinister? I cannot say. Yeah, I don't know what would have been. What would have been more sinister than that? Could have been a ghost or or an even scarier ghost. There's no way. Oh, a skeleton. Yeah, maybe some kind of skeleton lit up with like a with like a red eye and like an iridescent tongue, just singing a song. Yeah, a goyle. Or you can have some of my brandy. A nice, generous skeleton. Ooh, a skelet. Wait, isn't there that one that offers you a drink? And what was that? I forget, but yeah. Yeah. My favorite thing is to picture a skeleton drinking and then all the water goes like splash, splash, splash. splash, 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 spl
Like, um, a, like a piano keys. Yeah, I, I do like that. that. I should watch Coco. I've been meaning to. I've. Oh, it's one of my top ones. No, I know it's going to make me cry. So, I cry every time Okay, wait, I let me just it. read the last sentence. Okay. <laughs> we cannot say, but you can still visit Red Hook Lane, a tiny alley in Cobble Hill just off Fulton Street and see the spirits, see if the spirits will tell you anything. That's it. Nice. Yay! Cobble Hill's super haunted. I also found that out online really? today. Yeah, there's also, um, it was, I think we're like Al Capone lived for a while. No, 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 no. Chicago. Wait, 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 wait. He was there's an some, or Wait. Where, he wasn't Alcatraz. <laughs> that <laughs> is true. I need to find out. Or was he in Rikers? What? No, Alcatraz. That's what I thought. I don't understand. Hang on. Couple. I'm not good at history. One of them. Maybe it wasn't Capone. Was it is a, a lot of like. Another mafia ma- ties. Mobman? But I don't understand. I don't know which one. Man, mm. it also I feel like it's Carroll Gardens and not necessarily Cobble Hill. Mm. Man, one of them. I mean, was it him? I I don't know. Maybe just look up. Yes, Mafia. he was born and raised in Brooklyn. Okay, great, good start. This is, yes, he's associated with Chicago, but I think he was born and raised in Brooklyn. Yes. Navy okay. Yard section. Yes. I'm okay. exactly right. Great. Great. Oh, God, thank God I was wrong well, about that. that yeah, yeah, yeah. That would have been humiliating yeah. for you. Mm-hmm. It's like when I didn't, um, I won't bring up how stupid I am. Don't in even way. start, dude. Every people. <laughs> I'm not going to mention I still don't thing. remember Exactly when phones were invented. I know we looked it up like at least eight times. I also don't know. I think we settled I think on it's 1850, like, 1860. I think it was like 76 or something like that. Yeah, probably. Or like 68 or something Need like that. Need I remind you that I didn't know which war was first. Oh, I, I, I remember. Yeah. But you'll never forget now. No, no, I'll never forget. Anyway. Oh, we live in a haunted Ooh, borough. We have to go visit that Goyle House. It's like knowing that it's like twenty minutes walk from here. It's crazy. Is wonderful. Yeah, we oh, really gotta go check it out. I cannot wait, and I see it all the time, and I just pass it by. Oh my god! Not even knowing it's full of demons. I know we loved it without even knowing it was haunted. I know. So many things, man. I should just make a list of things I like, and then mm-hmm. see if and like then afterwards Google them and be like, <laughs> I knew it. I fucking knew it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to. Also, I did go on the registry. To find out if someone's like died in your house, you should do Dude, that for your house. I'm not for this do new it. house. I there is no way that I'm gonna do that <laughs> right after I move into a place. I would want to know. No, because my mom, way. my mom and dad's first house in Fairfield, they experienced a lot of weird stuff, and then a neighbor Dude, had to tell them like, "Oh yeah, I don't she died in there." Think that they did only because the super's daughter lived here before me and she just moved out because she like got married this building is like maybe a hundred years old dude but like i don't think that a young girl like she's younger than i am i don't think that she would have lived here alone for like five years if it had been spooky well it probably i'm not gonna look it up i'm not gonna look it up don't look it up and i won't do it dude i'm not gonna tell you but just know that if I come to your house with like a bunch of crystals, stop it! Of I know you're going to. <laughs> I'm not going to. Don't worry. Oh, don't I don't do. think it's scary to know that somebody died in the house you live in. I. It depends on do. the manner of the death. I think. <laughs> I don't want to know. I don't want to know. I don't. I don't even want to talk about. Let's not talk about. I was too. You're getting me spooked. I'm not gonna be able to sleep. You will be able to sleep. This is a safe place. We said at the beginning of the pod. You don't feel scared here. Not until and you I just don't said either. all the things to me. Oh my god, dude. It's fine. It's fine. Well, now I'm scared. It's good. You've got wonderful healing bamboo outside your window. Now I'm scared. Don't be scared. <gasps> it's fine. You don't like it. I'm like ten minutes away too. You just need to be like. Am, am I safe? Just call me. I'll tell you what. It's not a thing. What's oh your God. tip? Um, my tip is uh, you should move. <laughs> Just kidding. Sure. It's very <laughs> stressful and it takes a lot mm-hmm. of money and, and time. Um, my tip is... Okay. Um, my first one would be 
you know, don't perform a seance if you're not a hundo percent on every step along the way. Mm -hmm. If there's room, if there's wiggle room for an error that could lead to it going from a seance to a demonic possession, like I, I just like would put it off until you're you're like pretty solid on on that. Um, Definitely. And then my other tip would be um, it's really easy to change the flapper and handle on your toilet. Hmm. Um, I learned it the other day, and YouTube is is a real treasure trove of how-tos. And me and and you and and everybody should really be taking more advantage of that. Cool. Thank you. You're welcome. I will. Check out my toilet when I get home and... See if I can yeah, open it up. See if that handle tinker with it at all. Thing is is rusty. The 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 arm mine's on the fully inside. rusted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know the the one that I got the other day cost like two dollars. Mm. She's flushing like a champion. Wow, wow. I love to hear that. It's special. Wow. Yeah. Um, uh, what's your tip? Mine would be uh, on the on the subject of seances as well. Yeah, you gotta vet the people that you invite. You gotta make sure that you're yeah. not inviting a demon to the seance yes. in the vessel of a human. That's a you really, really gotta. Good call. You gotta put them through some. Uh, you gotta maybe so drop sure. some holy water inside their drinks earlier in the night. Ooh, what would even happen if a demon drank holy water? Probably like <sighs> throw up everywhere or something. Something would happen. Something bad. You you think something would happen? Yeah. yeah. Hand out some like religious paraphernalia. Yeah. Have some iconography around. See who's sweating in their seat. See mm-hmm. who's uncomfy. Mm-hmm. See who's just um like you know grumbling and growling. I would say, like, even go a step further and make sure, like, you're only inviting, like, friends of friends or something. Mm -hmm. People who have a history of being normal for a long time. Yeah, yeah. And who, like, other people you know can vouch for. No, like, no people who are new in town. I will also say, though, you know, one thing that we don't really talk about a lot with, like, ghosts, demons, spirits... The paranormal is that it's kind of omniscient in a way. So, like, if you say, if I were to say to you, "Hey, I'm gonna have a séance in five days," yeah, demons, no, yeah. So even if I was like, "I know Robin, yeah, she's cool," I still could have. There's no way for me to know that in five days you're not going to be some kind of a demon. Yeah, that's true. It's still worth finding a way to put a little test in there. Yeah, that's why it's my worst fear. It can't hurt. Yeah, you gotta just sprinkle in some holy water, or just like straight up put a cross on someone's forehead when they. Why not? Open and the if door. they ask, be like, "Just giving you a blessing, dude." If they're right, if they're the right person, they'll be like, "I appreciate that you did that." Yeah, thank they'll you. be like, "Whoo, thank and you." And the person who's like, "What the fuck, dude? Don't let them in their house. No, no, don't no. let them in the house. No, 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 no. Don't no. even. Don't let them. Just get a spray your bottle and just spritz them with yes. that holy water. Yes, you should. Also, my friend recently was like, "I need to. I'm gonna go online and buy some holy water," and I was like. It's free at at churches. Just go and go inside a church. I don't think you can steal it though. Yeah, but you could get some. Just get a little. I don't think you guy, could buy dunk it. it in the thing. You think? If you you're can on buy a it budget, if you're on a budget, yeah, yeah, I know, I get that, I get it. You know, just it's free. It's or free. like you know, if you're in the if you're in the East Village, do visit in. I wonder if Tommy can make holy water. I was gonna say for you, it's probably free. I uh, but it's a it's a Catholic thing, and he's not that. Mm, he could probably hook it up though. I think he could probably hook it up. Is it a Catholic thing or is it everyone? I don't fucking know. It's a Catholic thing. It feels pretty Catholic to yeah. me, knowing nothing about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know what Jewish holy water is. Matzo ball soup. Yeah. <laughs> Yum. Yeah. Delicious. What a treat. Oh, we should make that in this house. Can Ooh, you just think about I have a big lobster we pot. Cook we could. A, a matzo ball. It fills the room. Oh, my goodness. Your bedroom we smells. are watching the television. <laughs> yes. We are both on a different Ugh. velvet piece of furniture. I love it. Mm-hmm. It's going to be great. Also, yeah, the only furniture so far that you have in your house is velvet. It's all and velvet. And you have two other see. velvet things on there. I... <laughs> Like what I like. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I love luxury. Amazing. Uh, sell Robin some velvet. I was going to say send, but sell, I, I mean. Sell yeah. works too. Or give it to me. Or if you gift have it to her. It's the, it's the time of the year for giving gifts. Yeah. Um, also, if you want to give us a gift, go on over and buy a little merch from our shop Ooh. on the Tee Public. I don't know what the URL T-public. is. Tee slash stores slash uh, let me see if it's just That's the Spirit or That's the Spirit podcast. Either way, try them both. We got some good stuff in there. It makes a good Prezi. It makes a good gift for yourself. 
Um, it also helps us to live. So do on do that. Okay, it's just that's the spirit. Tpublic.com slash stores slash that's the spirit. Great. You can get anything you want. And anything I mean that literally. Yeah. Anything that you want. Anything in the whole world. Uh, email us with stories. Yep. Email us with thoughts and concerns. Tweet at us. Do Instagram. Instagram. Us. <laughs> um, I don't know if we're going to be able to do an episode next week. It'll be the holidays. Yeah. But we, maybe we will. We could probably find a way. I don't know. We'll keep you posted on the old social needs. Yeah. We will. Um, but either way, if we don't uh, talk to you next week, we'll be around the next one, and we can't wait. We can't wait. Okay, we love you. And we'll see you in hell. See you in hell. Bye. Bye.